Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge, and today I have a special guest. Christopher Kai is joining us, and I actually just met Christopher at a live event Oh man, two weeks ago, I think it was, give or take. And I walked into the room and this guy was speaking on stage and immediately I was drawn to him. His confidence and his level of communication was off the charts. And I said, Chris, I got to get you on my podcast. Come on here. Come join. Come on. Come on. Let's talk for 30, 40 minutes about communication because guys, communication is everything in every business. I don't care what business you're in. It's everything. So, Christopher, thank you for coming on board. Welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, my friend. Thank you, David, for having me on. And just so that all of you are listening and watching, just so you know how badass David is. Again, I meet a lot of people around the world. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't communicate well. The tonality sucks. The body language sucks. They don't use the right words. They ramble on too much. In David's case, as he knows, I get on stage. I'm the opening speaker to crush the stage and set the tone. And the first thing I realized, they're going around the room before I get on stage and everyone's like, blah, 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 I do this. Like, no one cares what you do unless you hook them first with the stories, what I call 10 pole stories. You can have a conversation, but if I say, oh yeah, I just booked a speech in Dubai, that's a 10 pole story, which props it up. In David's case, he's the only guy that had humor and coolness, i.e. 10 pole story. He's like, my name is David and I'm an alcoholic. So first he <laughs> makes us laugh. Yes. Super chill, but... He says, oh man, I had this cool experience. I was like flying planes. So again, I don't remember anyone else's introduction out of the 30, 40 people there that paid five grand to be there because that's more of an exclusive mastermind. But as David knows, I pointed that out because what I do for a living are two main things. I got big companies like Google, Merrill Lynch, massive companies hire me to give a speech. I get billed $20,000 for one speech for an hour, corporate gigs. It's awesome, man. And then I have entrepreneurs, like the ones listening perhaps or speaking, they see my life. I don't have to be a coach, David. I love my life as a speaker. So I have programs called GPS where I codify what I've learned in 20 years, breaking it down. What is your expertise, marketing and sales? So you can make money as a speaker, whether online or offline. So if I say to you, David, or anyone in the audience, do you want to spend 20 years figuring this stuff out that it took Making me 20 years? I did. Do you want to take 20 years to do this? Yeah. No, you want to spend no, no, 20 no, not years. At all. I, yeah, yeah, no, not, not, not at all. I, is, I want to use all of your experience and all the mistakes you've made over 20 years and avoid those things. Exactly. Pitfalls, mistakes, falls, you know, like concussions, punches in the gut, kicking the balls, right? But what I'm telling the audience is going back to you, even though I am the guest, what David did well that most people don't, he had the courage to just be, I don't give a fuck. This is, I'm just me. Casual, I'm an alcoholic. And then I'm he not, has a plan. I always game. make that joke. <laughs> no, but, but I don't know you, right? That's the first time we met, right? Right, right, right. Anyone listening, if you want to be a better storyteller communicator, mm. lighten up a little bit. Yes. Crack a joke, but yes. say something that stands out. Because if you don't, if you talk about lunch or driving, oh my gosh, traffic is horrible. No, 
Oh, so Christopher, tell me about a speech. Oh, you know what? The one behind me, there were 12,000 people across four days, main stage in Venetian and Vegas. Steve Wozniak spoke there from Apple, Julie Sweet from Accenture, John Carlson, one of the youngest billionaires from Stripe was there. But I'm just saying, if I say I'm a speaker and I'm not telling you what I've done at the level I'm doing, you see my cool hair, you'd be like, well, should I really believe the guy? I'm like, you don't have to believe me because I don't need to work with you. Again, this is not a pitch. This is more of like, yo, I'm presenting myself, sharing David, giving me the love and this opportunity to share. So anyone that's listening or watching, do yourself a favor. Stories are 22 times, remember the facts. And I don't know if David remembered this. All you need is three stories. Professional story, personal story, and client stories. Most people, what do you think they talk about most of the time, David? Themselves. Yeah. But they ramble on. It's not interesting. It's not I say, hey, Dave, you know, I was, uh, well, tell me, what, did you have a time when you felt bullied, teased, felt like an outsider, you felt like a piece of crap when you were a kid? Yeah. Tell me one moment of that, one story. Oh man, I'm just trying to think. Like you know, there's so many of them. Like just any time that the I was one that you literally got punched in the face, and it felt so bad that when you land on the floor with your chin hitting the dirt and you're bleeding from both your eyes and your chin, and you didn't want to wake up. Any of those moments? Yeah, I mean, there was a, a time that comes to mind when I was riding the school bus as a little kid, and I was like second or third grade, and there was fifth graders, right? And they didn't like that, uh, you know, I was a good communicator even back then. And I was flirting with the fifth grade girls and they whooped my butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. Absolutely. And who was that bully? Do you remember his name? Uh, I think his name was Tim, if I can recall. Right? Yeah. So again, as you're sharing the story, if the podcast listeners or viewers are hearing like, holy crap, because they might think, oh, my gosh. Dave's successful. Dave's this. Dave's that. I can't beat Dave. But as soon as you start sharing a story about your personal life as a six or seven year old kid, you're like, oh my gosh, maybe I can be like Dave or maybe I can be like Christopher because me too. Dude, the worst, most humiliating moment in my life. I was 14 years old. I was 410. I woke up to the girl to ask her to dance. She's wearing a black hat, white top and a black skirt. You know, as guys, it's hard to ask a cute girl to dance. She says, yes. This upperclassman, he's literally a foot taller than me picks me up in front of this girl, laughs in my face, says, ha, 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 are you trying to pick up a second grader? Puts it back down and just walks away. I'm mortified. She's mortified. I have no clue. I'm, but it was like the most senseless act of bullying that's necessary. He just saw oh, this yeah. very the short kid. bullying is the mental. It's not the physical, it's the mental. Yeah, right? But I'm just saying when people hear this story, like, man, Chris, I'm impressed by you writing six books. I'm with bestseller. It's be that must, but I'm even more impressed you have the vulnerability to share like you have, Dave. Yo, dude, I didn't come from money. I didn't come from access. Yes, I got billed at $20,000 for one speech now, but it didn't start like that, right? So first lesson, make sure you share your personal story, low point. If you don't share your low points, you're just kind of a douchey, arrogant, and no one cares about you. Second one is professional story. Talk about you, David. How did you realize you were an entrepreneur? When did you start making money as, a, as an actual uh, real estate guy? How old uh, were you? Let's see here. I would say, you know, I started making money after about three months of going full time. So it was about seven years ago. Okay, cool. So now it's like, okay, if someone's listening or watching, they know, wow, if I hate my job, hate my life, hate my girlfriend, boyfriend, I can devote three years. And to make a living after seven years, dude, most people never clear six or seven figures. So I'm like, ooh, that's aspiration round. Now it's now it's yeah, three months. Right? It took me it only took me three months once I went full time, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's like me, right? I have clients that book their speech in two days. In one day, I had one client make 20 grand in one phone call. So immediacy is great. Not all of our clients do that, right? But now they start filling in the personal, professional story where, oh, wow, David didn't grow with many means. David made money in three months. And now the final difference is the transition. Who is that man or woman that helps you, which is why they hire me be that transition? Do they want to spend 20 years figuring this out? I want client, David. Guess how many years you wanted to be a speaker for? I mean, 30? <laughs> 10. 10, yeah. He's in, he in, in his 50s, okay? Yeah. Imagine if he's in his 50s, I said, do you want to spend 20 years? He's like, oh. yeah. you know, but in one I week, one, one month. Yeah, so within one month working with him, he booked four speeches. So I'm saying wow. professional story is, I was in transition. I was his Trojan horse. I was his coach, mentor, trainer, whatever you want to call it. So for you, who was that person in your life? Did you invest in that coach or mentor or trainer? Yeah, I have like six coaches right now. Wow. But during that three months though, during that three months. Oh, during that three months. Yes, I absolutely did. His name was Joe. He was still my, he's actually one of my coaches currently on a different topic. See? But, uh, yeah, I, I hired a coach. Absolutely. And I have friends who didn't. And it took them eight, 10, 12 months to get- Or to get never, or never, or, or never. never. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing there, Christopher, or never. And a lot of them, it, it was that, it was that, right? So- Because they don't have your courage. They're not as funny as you. You got, you know, you got a good vibe. Remember I told you when we, we approached you, like you had a call with my sales guy and you say, I don't even know what the hell Chris, you know, because I didn't, I, you know, I'm just walking around. I was actually really happy to meet real entrepreneurs because, you know, I'm, I'm in my home working all the time, you know? So I'm like, dude, you got a good vibe. Let's talk, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying what you did is share your example of investing. All these people are like, oh, I got to make money. I'm like, yo, dude, I remember this one guy gave a speech. My book's 20 bucks. He's like, and we just talked about buying, you know, by the way, hanging out with girls, he's dropping a hundred dollars on a weekend. And, and I say it's 20 bucks. He's like, oh, um, Christopher, I have to think about that. I'm like, all right, well, you'll never be successful. He's like, wait, what did you say? He got pissed off. I'm like, you heard what I said. I said, you will not be successful. He's like, that is so rude. I'm like, no, I'm honest. He said, what do you mean by yeah, that? I'm like, honest, right. You just told yeah. me that you spent a hundred dollars trying to get with a girl that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I told you to me, I spent 20 years on a book, but I never with billionaires and executives. You say you want to be a business person and it's $20. That's like toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. It's about priorities, buddy. And it's about priorities. courage. That's what I'm going to repeat what you just said. Priorities. Priorities and courage. The best you can make is in yourself, period. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the last story I want to share with your guests is now client stories. You're a coach yourself, right? You have clients that hire you. Mm -hmm. Tell me a before and after picture, one of your worst case scenarios, you know, and then yeah. now where they are now. Yeah. So I had, uh, I just maybe a month or two ago, I had a, a student come and uh, well, he joined the program about four and a half, five months ago. And just last month he was able to quit his job. And he was making essentially close to what he made annually, monthly now. So he's having yeah. tremendous success. Now, not all of my students are going to achieve that success. And you mentioned that too. But the ones that apply themselves yep. and don't have yep. a plan B, and I, I like to refer to it as the ones that burn the boats, have the mat the burn the bridges and burn the boats, buddies and ladies and gentlemen. Success because they aren't clinging on to that plan B, like burn the boats, people. And then you are, you don't have a choice but to succeed. Yep. You yep. know, so, but yeah, I mean, I've had several students quit their jobs and I never encourage them to, you know, I actually can tell them not to until they are absolutely 100% ready. And, um, 
and you know, but but I've had several students quit their jobs and they are, it's the best decisions they've ever had because now they're making four, five, six times the amount of money and they have four to five to six times the amount of freedom. Yeah. Which is and mad. again, it's because of you, David, because they invested in you because you have a system just like I have a system, right? So just to right. summarize, I don't care if you're a real estate investor and it doesn't matter. You need to communicate with a physical human being to get more successful, whether online or offline. So when you know these three stories, personal stories, professional stories, client stories, in David's case, he was bullied in, in, in the bus when he was a second and third grader because these guys were macking on him because like he's hitting on these fifth year, five-year-old girls, I mean, fifth grade <laughs> girls. And then professional story, he made his, some money at three months, but he made an investment. And then after seven years, he's like loaded, helping other people. And then client story, he helps people leave their job. So again, people listening, I don't care what profession, I've helped people in a cross the profession. So what I do in GPS yeah, let me hear all about this. I'm so curious. Dude, so it's called the Gifted Professional Speaker Program. I help people make money with their story. It's not just about speaking well. It's about getting paid to speak, whether corporate gigs, where they pay up front, or speak to sell gigs, where that's kind of how we met. Um, I, I spoke on a stage, and I'll say, yo, I have these programs. That was more of a soft sell. But you have to know what room you're working. So this program is all about what I learned in 20 years, I talk about the business side of speaking where the event space is a $1 trillion market, $1 trillion. You have the sports industry, the music industry, but the corporations, they trump those two combined. Just think about that. Wow. NBA, hockey, Super Bowl, Olympics, music, Coachella. It doesn't matter. Grammy Awards. Because think about it. The corporations are the one that freaking bankrolled that. So just in the corporate space, it's a $300 billion space. So there's so much money out there for corporations that the people don't even know. So yes, I get billed at $20,000 for one hour speech corporate in person, but I landed a $10,000 speech online, like what we're doing now. Literally, if someone paid me $10,000 to just be on a call like this, it took me time to understand what I teach in my program, where first you have to define your expertise. Are you a sales guy? Are you a networking guy? Are you a real estate guy? Are you a team building guy? I'm an expert in business storytelling and networking. And communicating. Then marketing. Well, tell me your story. Tell me your bio. Tell me your testimonials. Tell me your videos. In my case, it's what I call first-class credibility, David. If you see him on stage, you already assume what if I'm on stage as a speaker? That you're credible in some way. Exactly. Yeah. It literally, it's like when you walk on a plane and you, so you see someone flying first class, you, there's, there's, there's no ambiguities. So unfortunately, a lot of people they want to be a speaker. They want to be an investor. And they wonder why they're not getting lead flow because no one freaking knows you. You're literally what I call invisible. Where if you Google yourself, you're either invisible, visible, and expert. It's a very tough thing to hear when I say this to people that are very successful. And I say, let's Google you, David, or let's Google you, Mike. And they're invisible. So what I do in my program <laughs> is help you become visible and expert. Right. And then lastly, it's about sales. As you know, dude, you're, you're, you're a good uh, business person, but you're also like straight to the point, you know, like tell me how, uh, what, what's the investment? What do I get out of it? But same thing with me. You're like me. We're like classic type A alpha males, savagery. Don't waste my time. <laughs> if you didn't have a good vibe, we didn't even, we wouldn't be having this conversation because I don't even do any podcast. Again, it's just, it's just not worth my time. You're a good dude. I'm like, yo, man, I want to go to St. Louis to speak. I've never been there because it's kind of like this mutual benefit. Mm -hmm. We're like Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Are you a fan of Elon Musk? Oh, absolutely. Massive fan. So, uh, and I'll show you this photo. Showing, not telling. 
where I just got a photo up with this dude who's actually the richest guy in the world. Yeah, he's. I just saw in the news this morning. He's like three hundred thirty billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So on the planet, I convinced Elon freaking Musk. Of those of you listening or watching, you can go to YouTube. Just type in my name, Christopher Kai, and Elon Musk. I didn't just get a photo op. I convinced Elon freaking Musk to come to my homeless youth program on my dime with my mission, where we helped him share his story with homeless kids at a shelter in LA. And I want to stress with all listeners, I go to a lot of business conferences. Mostly I'm speaking there, right? And everyone's talking about money, 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 money. I'm like, I get it, dude. Money's important. But if you don't have a heart to help people, you are soulless. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. So with Elon, he came to my homeless youth program. He shared his story. And again, go to YouTube and, and listen to him. He's a very humble man. But what I'm getting at it is because I had a story to share with Elon. I had to convince him to come to the shelter. It doesn't matter whether it's Elon or David or Mike. It doesn't matter. It's about be sincere and genuine. But when it's at that level, which there is a level, by the way, we are all human beings. We're equal value. But he has a little more dollar signs than David and I for now. But I'm saying is when you have that level of success, they're busy people. And one yeah, of the... Yeah, com- yeah. yeah. So I was very quick to the point. It's what I call CAV, C-A-L-F. C stands for compliment. A stands for ask. L stands for leave. And F stands for follow up. Hey, Elon, great job of the World Affairs Council because I saw him speak. I wasn't a groupie. I went like, oh my God, Elon, you're amazing. Like everyone, <laughs> he, he says that, he hears that all the time. Right. Um, ask Elon, I have this amazing homeless youth program where you can save lives if you share your story there. Give me your email. I asked him, I, you know, I actually I told him and he gave it to me shockingly because a lot of times they don't. And then lastly, I left, which most people don't. And I followed up. First time, his assistant's like, oh, sorry, Elon has a, rocket launch so he has to reschedule second time oh sorry he's busy i'm like whatever elon freaking mouse or whatever right third time i get a call from a security detail says this is mr costanella i work with elon musk i want to do a walkthrough of the shelter i'm like whoa this is real granted it took two months but the man showed up and that's why this picture isn't just about oh it's cool for no 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 we helped homeless kids we help homeless kids stay in school we help homeless kids not kill themselves we help homeless kids go get jobs Elon Musk is part of my, my cause there. So what I'm saying to all of you is make as much money as possible. Make sure you have a cause that you believe in, because if you don't, why do you want to be like that? You know, we're here to, to serve. But again, personal story, professional story, client story in GPS program. I walk through example after example, whether it's a 20 year old young woman named Shazad made her first four grand in Ikea in Sweden in the first few months. Or Keith Herman, he's a seasoned executive. He's built 50 companies, raised a half billion dollars. I have the book, Five Speeches, where they're asked to help the book, the TEDx Talks. So I have two different programs. I have done for you, those that make seven to 11 figures. Those are more than done for you, where literally, uh, you heard a little bit about David, pretty much. If you have a website, we redo it for you. If you don't, I build out a whole speaker website for you. So all the heavy lifting is done for you. All you need is three hours of your time every month. That's a done for you private coaching. And then I have group coaching where every week, group calls, where you get me live with the hair, inviting people like millionaires and people to help you become a speaker. But simple thing is I help you build first-class credibility as an entrepreneur speaker. If you're not building first-class credibility, like, like, like again, David, if he wasn't there at the conference, if he didn't invest, if he's not successful, why would I be on this podcast, right? Because it's like you're wasting my time and I'm wasting his time, right? But if we're not successful, why should he listen to us, right? Does that Absolutely. make sense, David? 100%. First class credibility, I think, is massive. And whenever yeah. you were talking about it up on stage, 
A, I already thought you were credible, but then you were showing and talking about all these other things. And then I'm thinking, well, shit, this guy is the real deal. And yeah, like just those simple things make a big difference to people. Like it's crazy. People really like, you know, the, the sexy, they like the shiny and it's, and that's not always, you know, what's going to sell them, but it's definitely going to get them interested. Put it that you way. have to hook them in, right? You gotta hook them in, right? Absolutely. You gotta hook them in. I mean, again, it's 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 unfortunately that again, if you don't have a brand or a global brand or credibility, first class credibility, what I call as a speaker, where are you gonna go? Because again, as a speaker, I don't have issues finding clients. You know, my issue is do I want to work with you? I have people all the time ask me, hey, I'll pay you this much. I'm like, dude, I don't need your money. Like some of these coaches, they need the money. I don't. Because again, right. I don't need to be a coach. That's kind of why for whoever's listening. You are the prize. Some people I see, there's some kinds like they're very needy. And just like girls don't like guys that are needy. Well, I don't like needy clients. Yeah, and you don't either. want to be a needy 100%. person. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah but again, for those of you who are interested. You want the people that are already jogging and then you can show them a door and they can run right through the door, right? That's yeah. all we do as a coach is show somebody yeah. a door. They got to run yeah. through the damn thing, right? We can hold their hand right up to the thing. But then we got to let go and they got to go through that door on their own, man. That's just how it is with any program. Yeah. It's and massive action to, to, to be successful. Um, but I can tell already, because I'm already in talks with you about working with you. Um, and I'm saying that on the podcast, like that's a statement that I'm going to stand behind. But I loved everything that you were talking about up on stage, the way you carried yourself. Actually, the first thing you said you were talking about me, but you said tonality, body language, and then one other thing about communication. And I wanted words, to see the words of use and the, the words, words of use. I wanted to see if you had a couple minutes to just talk about that. Cause I think the listeners are going to get a ton of value. Cause again, we do have a lot of real estate, you know, investors on this podcast. And uh, I think a lot of times people, they stumble when it comes to talking to sellers or even calling and talking to buyers. And at the end of the day, it's, it's pretty easy, guys. You just make friends with people. Well, but it's easy for you, David. It's easy for you. It's easy for me. That's you're absolutely right. But by not understanding some of the basic principles of communication, you know, I think people are going to be a little bit, you know, left behind. So you had mentioned yeah. morality, you had mentioned body language, and you had mentioned the actual words. So can you dive into Let's, that for a few minutes for us? Absolutely, Dave. And now again, do I have your permission to just be super blonde? I'm going to literally I'm gonna be dropping some bombs right now. Say whatever Truth. the F you want, man. It's okay. Me. So here's All the thing. Good. Most people have ego, especially guys. Yes. They don't want to hear what I'm going to say, which is the seller. We're going to start with the seller first and we're going to buyer first, right? So we're going to talk to the seller and then talk to the buyer. Most people want to hear, especially men, they don't care about you. I'll say it again. Yes. They don't care about you. They care about themselves. If you can make them more money, they're going to want to talk to you. Yep. So just like I have clients, they're door-to-door sales. You got to be so direct to the point. You knock on the door. You say, hey, I was just talking to your neighbor, Michael, and I saved them 40% on his electric bill. Are you interested in learning to save 40%? Boom. Four seconds immediately. I don't, they don't give a crap about who I am. They just know that Christopher Guy can save them 40%. Now, I am so next level, David, words-wise, right? I'm not in the solar industry. I'm a sales guy. My client tells me that, and I say, it'd be better if you say, well, if you save $100 in a month, that's $1,000 in a year. That's $10,000 in a, 10 years. David, what would you do with $10,000 for your 
discretion. What would you buy, David, for ten thousand dollars? I'd probably take my wife on a ski trip. Right, right. And again, if yeah. there was a woman there, yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> again, talking to women, talking to women is different. If a woman approaches the door, I say, hey, so Nicole, what would you spend ten thousand dollars? But don't tell your husband. Huh? You know, again, you're being chummy, charmful. But what I'm saying is, words matter. Who are you talking to them? But remember, they don't care about you. Remove your ego. When I started becoming very successful, David, I removed my ego and I'm pretty much say, as you did, Dave, how can I serve you? Ideally, it's combined, meaning, yo, dude, I've never been to St. Louis to speak. I love to speak. I serve you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's mutual. Elon Musk, I was asking, but I was also giving an opportunity. Most people just take, 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 yep. they ramble on. They don't care about you. So that's a seller words of use. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Literally. I hey, it. I absolutely love it. So what are the percentages of tonality, body language, and the actual words? Because I think this, I know the answer, but I really want you to talk about it for a second, because I think a lot of people are going to be so incredibly shocked at how little the words actually matter. Right. Or maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, the, the stats that are often quoted, which actually is erroneous because the guy that created the stats actually keeps saying that he's they've mis been misquoted, but it's still a great guideline. Sure. It's usually said that it's 7% words, 40% tonality, and 53% body language. And I'll explain. If I'm like, hey, David, I'm a very confident speaker, and I, I really think I'm going to help you become a speaker and get paid a lot. Again, I'm weak sounding. Yep. The words are the same. But I changed my tone and then all of a sudden I just roll my shoulder back. Uh, of course, not everyone can have cool hair like me, but <laughs> notice as David knows, I'm animated, but there is no ambiguity. If, if let's say David signs up for my program, like, dude, I am 1000% sure I can help you build out a speaker done for your website because I've done this a lot of times. Again, some people are like, uh, well, Krista, I think I'm gonna do it. Like, no, there's no thing. It's like do or do not. Yeah, do it's or not do try, not. it's do or do right. not. And all of the people probably know you that know you, Dave, you're a confident person. If you're a freaking six-year-old hitting on fifth graders, I'm like, dude, you know? <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I was, I've been confident for a long time. No, right? But, but, but now it's I'm about how do you teach your other clients how to be confident? Yes. Because even you having the balls and the carefreelessness to say, yo, I'm Dave and I'm like an alcoholic. People that aren't confident, like, oh my God, what if they judge me? Who cares? Yeah, I didn't give a crap. Or, yeah. Exactly. Right. But that's why we're here, right? It's about the vibe. Mm -hmm. So the more you own yourself and don't care as much, you know who your tribe is. And dude, you even know, like I freaking told people about my mom and dad passing away. Like, I don't even want to talk about this stuff, but it's, it's, it's top of mind. My mom, my dad would have been 86 years old yesterday. Wow. So I'm just, I'm just saying it gets very real when you have people like, do you have anyone in your family that passed away fairly recently or friends? Yeah. Friends and both of my parents at a young age and my stepmom, even I've had three parents pass. So I I'm well aware. And but you know yeah, what I mean? I've had friends pass just recently that they're in their mid to late thirties. And it's just like, shit is crazy. Health is right? wealth guys. Health is wealth. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that's why. Remember, I literally pointed you out. I'm like, you know what, David, <laughs> right? Because yeah. you've only got to stood out. So mm -hmm. it's like the whole 30 minutes we've talked about, you asked me a very specific question. Yo, how do you communicate better? You're the king of communication, share stories, personal, professional clients. How I asked you, you know, you're a kid, 
transition high coaches. People that don't invest, they won't succeed. Why do I know this? You look at any athlete in any industry, basketball, baseball, hockey, it doesn't matter. They all have coaches. They all have several coaches. Yeah, Absolutely. as, as I do I. Coaches, mentors, trainers. Physical, mental, yeah, you name it. I got five or six coaches right now. As well. That's what you told my you told you told Kohler, right? I got six coaches. I don't need Christopher right now. <laughs> yeah, I have. I literally have. I've probably spent sixty grand in the last sixty days, and it's just like. But it's great though. Like, here's the thing. Now, when I go home after a, a long day of whatever that may be, sometimes it's work, sometimes it may be hanging out with friends. But when I go home, I have zero desire to sit on my couch and watch television or Netflix or Seinfeld or whatever it may be, because I'm paying these coaches to make me better. So. I know you're making I an investment in yourself. I made the investment in yeah. them, right? But yeah. I know just like because I am a coach that I can only show somebody a door. They got to walk through it or run through that door, right? So that's what these coaches are doing to me is they're they are painting a beautiful picture of a door. But if I just decide to hang that picture on the wall, I don't run through it. Don't go running into the wall, everybody listening. But you get the metaphor here. But if we I, did, we ran yes. against the wall. That's a funny story. Absolutely. We talk about that, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't think I've ever had this many coaches at any given time. I usually have anywhere between two and four. I literally have six right now, you know? So anyway, is it all real estate related? Have at least one coach. Yeah. You guys are doing yourself no good by yep. saving that money and, or thinking you're investing it by putting it into the stock market and your 401k or whatever guys, the Single best investment you can make is in you. It's going to make you a better partner, a better human, a better investor, hopefully a better spouse, better looking naked in the mirror, more <laughs> confident. I mean, come on, the list goes on and on and on. What would you rather have? Those things, confidence being a big one or an extra 10, 20, 15 grand in the stock market that you have zero control over? Come on, people. <laughs> come on, people. <laughs> Preach, David. Preach, preach, David. Preach. But Chris, I'm uh, either way. I'm so happy that you came on, guys. If you are li are listening and you are interested to learn more about Christopher, check out his website, Christopher Kai. That's C H R I S T O P H E R. Hopefully, you can spell Christopher. But just in case, Christopher Kai. That's K A I. dot com. Go check it out. Again, he and, has and a click on GPS. So that's my website. And, and then what, yeah, GPS, the website? which is this. But no, that is the website. That so is, that's what yeah, com is a website, but they can click on GPS is an application process for our private membership group. But make sure you mention David Dodge because we get hundreds of people requesting access to apply. So make sure you put, yo, I heard this awesome story from David Dodge, his podcast. Otherwise, you're going to get lost in the crowd. We have hundreds of people. I want to give you first class cut the line treatment because again, it's all about vibe. We don't want anyone, people that are what I call gnats, negative, arrogant takers. We want people that are cops. We want people that are coachable, optimistic, and purposeful. If you're not that, we don't want you. So go to ChristopherKai.com, click on GPS, GPS, the, the tab, apply there. You may or may not get accepted, but at least you have a chance to be reviewed by my team because David's cool. If you're part of this community, then I want you to be part of my community. And David, thank you for this opportunity. You're a good dude. Look forward to seeing you in St. Louis. Christopher, likewise. Thank you for coming on. I'm so incredibly grateful for your time. And I can't wait to start working with you, my friend. Guys, check out ChristopherKai.com to learn more. Again, I was thoroughly impressed. When Preach, I baby. In, Preach. I saw him on stage talking. Preach. And everybody in this room 
put their phone down, they closed their laptop, and they were like, I want to listen to what this person has to say. And it wasn't necessarily what Christopher said. It was the, it was the, the, the ability to command a crowd, which I was utterly impressed by. So guys, one more time, ChristopherKai.com. Check it out. Christopher, thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. Preach, baby. And I am incredibly grateful to have you on the show. Thank you, David. Have a great day, everyone. Signing off, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.